out there? Let me see those streamers. Wave them high. Anybody got a streamer? That's what we want to see.
yourselves a round of applause. You sound good, you look good, and those are two important things, so thank you. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to do a song with the children. Um, yeah, let's just remain standing. James is going to lead us in a song. Feel free to sing along. Let's take a quick seat and welcome Pastor Charles up to the front. Good morning, everyone. Oh, what a fun time we are having here. <laughs> it's so great. To see all these kids uh, celebrating. That's a fun time today. It's, uh, we are celebrating one year anniversary of moving into this space. Do you guys like this space? I love this space. You can feel the presence of God here. The basement. You've been to basement, right? It's just wonderful. A lot of fun down there. Food, fun, people. This space has been great. We love it. We're celebrating today because of that. You know, so many people have done so many things sacrificially to make this space happen. About 10 years ago, this church raised $2 million to have a space like this. Remember, anybody remember that? Yeah. Thank you to all of you who made this happen. And uh, I want to make a special mention of several people who uh, 
just went above and beyond uh, in making this space. Uh, I want to thank Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. He's just been amazing in just making all the, the construction here and outfitting this space for our purposes so quickly and so affordably. That's just been amazing. And the board, uh, old and new, you guys have the really guided us through that time. And a couple of staff members, Kevin and Amelia, who were staff during that time, just went above and beyond. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of you who made this space happen. Today we have a lot of fun planned. We are going to have some more songs, slideshow, testimonies. And then we're going to have tacos for lunch, right, for everyone. So stick around. You know, tacos don't come around every Sunday. <laughs> so hang out. Get to know each other, old and new. I would love to meet you, uh, chat. Uh, let's have a, a great celebration today. Worship God. Give God the thanks for giving us this gift. And let's have a great time today. Thanks, everyone. Okay, slideshow next.
right. Wasn't that wasn't that a fun slideshow, everyone? Okay. So now it has been so fun having the kids with us, but now it's time for them to go to River Kids. <laughs> so if you are a parent of a child in the nursery, if you could please take them upstairs. And then for the elementary school kids, the volunteers will take them downstairs. Right. While our kids are making their way out, we're going to take some time to gr greet each other. So if you could... Hold, hold on just a second. <laughs> okay. All right, so if you could please stand up and greet at least two people, I'd like you to share who you are and also share what is something that you enjoy about the fall season. All right. Well, good morning and happy Murrayversary. It is so great to be here with you today as we celebrate one year of being in this wonderful space. Uh, my name is Allison, and I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm going to share some announcements with you this morning. So this fall, we have a lot of exciting events coming up. So we have a ping pong tournament scheduled. For those looking for a rematch from the retreat, we have an interactive Bible study. Do we have discussion groups? We have our next round of membership classes and so much more. So you're not going to want to miss out on these things. So if you haven't already, please sign up for our email mailing list. You can do that by using the connection card in your program. You can fill it out by hand and drop it in one of our offering boxes. Uh, we have one in the back of this room and one in the lobby. Or you can follow the QR code um, and it will take you there digitally. Every week we send out an email listing upcoming events. So you're going to want to open that email uh, and check it regularly because we have a lot of really great stuff happening this fall. Um, our next three Sundays are going to be open house Sundays. So we would love it if you would come to church on those Sundays, if you would tell your friends and family about our open house Sundays. Uh, when you came in, there should have been a postcard on your chair. 
um, that is advertising Open House Sundays, feel free to hand that out to someone who might be interested. We also have a stack in the lobby if you need more. Um, and if you could just make a commitment to be extra welcoming, helping people feel really welcome in the community on those Sundays, we would really appreciate it. Um, after the service today, Charles mentioned we'll have lunch available, so we'd love for you to stick around for the tacos. Uh, we'll also have some pizza available for the kids. Um, so stay tuned at the end um, of the service. We'll have some specific instructions about where to go for that. Um, and I just want to give you a heads up about what's coming next week. So next week, after the service, we have a couple options. Uh, we'll be hosting a New to the River discussion group upstairs. Another group will be heading out to Brookfield Place for lunch. And then we'll also have uh, the basement available to hang out. And we have a new Nintendo Switch. So get ready to challenge your friends at Mario Kart. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so last announcement is if you're excited about what's happening here at the river, we'd love it if you would consider giving to us financially. And there are two ways to do that. You can either leave something in the offering boxes that I mentioned earlier, or you can visit our website um, or follow the QR code in your program. So next, I'd like to invite up one of our youth group members, Carter, who is going to lead us in a scripture reading. So as he reads, please follow along on the screen and then join in on the refrain. Give thanks to God, for God is good. For God's mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. For God's mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the rulers of rulers. For God's mercy endures forever. Who only does great wonders. Who by wisdom made the heavens. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. Who created great lights. The sun to rule the day. The moon and the stars to govern the night. Give thanks to the God of heaven. learn a new song together today, a song of praise. So maybe this is your sacrifice, your offering this morning to jump into this that is probably going to be new to you, new words, new melodies, and that sort of thing. So I'm going to ask that you stand, and let's see if we can just offer this together. As it goes along, maybe you'll learn and join us in singing.
Let's offer a prayer together. Lord, we come into your presence, Father. Not because we expect you to meet us here, but because you have the anticipation that we would meet with you. That you were here long before us. Expressed in the nature that we see around us. Expressed in the faces we saw on the subway expressed in the children who showed up this morning a little tired but raised their banners high and waved them. And everywhere we see, we see you, if you will have eyes to see it. And we thank you for a morning to come together as a family, to celebrate, to share together in testimony, in song, in reflection, and looking back over a year of all the blessings you've given us in this community that we call River Church. We want to be careful to give you the praise for that and to pause to give our thanksgiving. And we do that now. Amen. Take a seat. We're going to invite up a few folks to share some words of testimony of who they are and how they come to the church and why they've stayed around. So I'm going to invite up our first group of uh, folks to give their testimony. Let's welcome them as they come up. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, thanks. Um, so my name is Hannah. My husband is Jack, who's uh, walking up right now. Um, <laughs> so we joined the river in December uh, 2019, so just a couple months before lockdown. And um, I grew up uh, evangelical. My dad is a pastor. I grew up very sort of traditionally, you know, in that church environment. And um, as I got older, I think <coughs> there, I sort of uh, started questioning, um, you know, the doctrines that I grew up with didn't quite seem to, you know, be consistent um, with how I wanted to live my life. And, um, but at the same time, I, I still felt that my faith was important to me and I didn't, you know, I didn't want to leave it, but it was sort of, so I had many years of sort of uh, wandering around, going from church to church and sitting in the back and then leaving immediately. And, um, <laughs> And, and just feeling like, okay, I like did my Sunday, but you know, I'm not gonna get more involved. And then uh, very much against my will, I fell in love with a Jewish man. <laughs> like aggressively Jewish. <laughs> and it was very difficult, because um, my parents, you know, their only requirement really was that the person I marry be Christian. Um, they had given up on like Korean and you know, all the other things, but, um, but you know, so it, it was a very, very difficult uh, period for my family and for me and Jack, um, but we got through it, um, and, you know, Jack knew that my faith was important to me, so we we still were doing this thing where we would just sort of, like, go to, ch like, these churches that were close to, uh, you know, where I was living and sit in the back and then leave, and, you know, Jack was, you know, gracious enough to accompany me every Sunday, which is, which is wonderful. Um, and then he was like, no, we need to find somewhere that's where we can join and like be part of a community. Um, and so he 
he put it upon, took it upon himself to go on Reddit, and under r slash Christianity, he found <laughs> the river. Which is famously moderated by an atheist, interestingly <laughs> enough. It's like, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> so we visited for the first time in December 2019, and uh, Pastor Park was preaching that day, and it really, I just remember that Sunday being very uh, eye-opening, and really feeling like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, the way that Pastor Park interprets the Bible and um, it, it's much more, I think, true to, you know, what Christian love is, is about. And um, so, you know, we started attending and, uh, and Jack, you know, comes with me most Sundays, which is, which is really great. But it was very important for us to find a community that accepted us completely without trying to, you know, convert Jack or, you know, and also our LGBTQ brothers and sisters and not just do it in like a passive way. Sort right, of. yeah, that aligned with our values and so we feel very lucky to have found the river, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, well, I was gonna, it's never really a good idea to give me a microphone so I'll just say like, uh, yeah, I just like being back there and helping out and y'all are great. So good morning, my name is Pierre, Pierre Thomas. Uh, I live in Brooklyn, Clinton Hill. Uh, I first started understanding coming to the river or through live stream uh, online. I think it was October of 2020, October 2020 actually. And I just happened to find the river online. I was looking for an inclusive church, a church that was biblically based, messages was, you know, had parameters of the g grace of God um, and people that were interesting, <laughs> to say the least. And so I started listening to Charles' messages, and I was really captivated by the message. And in particular, Charles talked about unconditional love. And so I come from a very fundamentalist background, and we debated about this unconditional love. Where is unconditional love found? Who should it be extended to? And where I come from and where we've landed, it was for certain groups of people, Christian people, devout people. And Charles talked about this um, unconditional love being extended to all people. And that resonated with me. And I said, oh, I want to know more about this unconditional love. And so I started with the live stream. And to be quite honest with you, confession here, I did not want to come back to church because I thought it was like heaven on earth being virtual. And I'm like, I'm not coming back to church. I love this. People accepted me. We had a great relationship, created good relationships online. So I figured, coming back to church, I'm going to get the same thing. Like, oh, no, I can't do this. People are going to be themselves. I like online. <laughs> Lo and behold, come back to church, and people here are just wonderful. Messages are deep. Sermons or scripture lessons that you thought you knew all about is dug deeper. And, you know, all the complexities of life uh, are just shared here. People are wonderful. Uh, people are on a journey, a spiritual journey to find themselves. No judgment. Come as you are. That resonates with me. You know, and that's the love of God. You know, and that's what takes place here. The love of God is shown through the people, the messages, 
the songs that we sing, we listen to the words. I'm inspired. I feel the presence of God here. I leave church during the week. I'm like listening to the messages. I'm hearing the songs in my head. I'm sitting on the train, and I'm like humming to myself. People are going to say, what's wrong with him? But I'm humming the words to myself, and I feel inspired. And so that's why I stay at the river. I come to the river, and I'm filled spiritually. Hi, hi, everyone. My name is Soan. Um, I'm supposed to be doing this with Albert, who is not here because of the parking situation. Anyone else get caught up in the race outside? There is like this huge like 9-11 honoring the, vic you know, the heroes thing. Um, so he's still trying to park for like 35 minutes. Please, please pray for him right now. Um, but uh, it's funny because it was more of his idea um, to want to speak. For those of you that know us, but I'm going to just, you know, wing it, uh, and we'll see where it goes. Um, but uh, both of us, if, if you know us, we're not really, like, on stage talking kind of people, but we really feel felt compelled to speak because we feel so thankful for River's existence. Um, Albert's been here over 10 years when he was single. I started coming um, because I started dating him 10 years ago. So both of us have been here for more than 10 years, and it's been through like our marriage, through our kids, through our ups and downs of our life for the last 10 plus years. Like River has been such an important part of our life and we feel really incredibly thankful for its existence. And I think if Albert was here, what he would really say is that <clears throat> both of us having grown up in the church and having experienced almost like cultish like controlling um, circumstance of how a church can be, it was a very liberating uh, and life-changing experience to be at a place where you, like we saying we can just be ourselves and be who you are and there's no pressure to maybe maybe very like too little pressure sometimes to <laughs> just come and be and be yourself and be accepted um, so we're incredibly thankful for that and for, for us to know that our little kids are growing up in that space in the same mindset that is incredibly um, a blessing to us um, I think on the other hand, uh, the other part that I, you know, that I also relate to really strongly is that we really love the people. I don't know how, where these people came from, how, like, <laughs> this mixture of random, you know, all sorts of people, especially, like, the oldies people know, like, there's a variety of personalities and, you know, really cool, really interesting people here. Um, so we're really thankful for those friendships and to know that we can have true friendships centered around Christ uh, that we can continue on. So we're really excited about the fact that we've been a part of this church for this long and also for what's to come. Like, you know, we've had so many transitions and now we're celebrating the first year in this church and we're really excited and grateful for what, what God's going to do for the next one, three, five, ten years here. So thank you. y'all feel about this, but I'm going to invite you just to remain seated as we sing a song. We don't get the privilege of staying seated for a long sermon this morning, so uh, I, I know how you feel out there, and uh, you're welcome to stand up, but we're going to sing a song before we hear some more testimonies, and maybe we just do this as we're seated reflectively. Um, again, you're welcome to stand if you would like. <laughs> 
a couple more testimonies. So um, I'm going to invite Jacob and Molly to come on up. Or there's Molly. Let's welcome them as they come up. Hello, everyone. Hi. I'm Jacob. Um, grew up in El Paso, Texas. Um, been here 23 years. I live now in Hamilton Heights, which is a subsection of West Harlem. Um, grew up in a very religious family, actually, probably like many of you. Um, uh, Catholic. Um, my grandparents immigrated, well, two of them immigrated from Mexico, went to church every day, every day throughout their lives. Yeah. Um, you know, one of them had, uh, one set of grandparents had a Bible open to palms, like in the, um, you know, hardcover Bible with plastic on it, everything, you know, in the foyer of, the, of, of their house, you know, so just kind of honor the symbolism and the power as they believed of, of the Bible. Um, growing up, my mother led the, um, the uh, Catholic youth organization, CYO, or youth group, basically, at church, and became a born-again Christian, too, at the same time. And so we started listening to praise music like this, and CCM, it's called now Contemporary Christian Music, but like Christian rock, Christian pop, you know, this, this kind of stuff. You might have heard it on satellite radio or whatever. Um, so, um, so that was powerful, and, and Christianity had a deeper meaning, you know, in my life at that point. Um, college um, led a, 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 um, a Christian fellowship also, and which is more sort of Baptist aligned. Um, but then, after graduation, I came out as a gay man and had a really difficult struggle with my family, uh, since they are traditionalists or have been traditionalists. Um, wouldn't speak for a while, actually. Um, sort of felt separated um, from them, right? So then I thought I'd join, here in New York, I've been here 23 years, so at the beginning I thought I would join um, a mainline Protestant denomination, um, I won't mention it by name necessarily, but um, that, um, that elected a, a gay bishop in New Hampshire, openly gay bishop in New Hampshire. And the presiding bishop, of course a theologian, but is also an oceanographer, um, believes in evolution and these things. So the pro-cathedral church of that denomination in El Paso, Texas, where I grew up and went to school part of the time, seceded. They paid $1 million, that's it, to buy the entire block, the entire downtown property, and leave the denomination. Um, so that was painful, and a separation too. And um, so uh, anyway, long story short, I, um, I sort of felt alone. You know, no matter how extroverted our careers may be here, 10 million plus people in the city, you know, it, sometimes you feel alone and separated, right? So did an internet search and kind of, you know, sort of LGBT friendly, you know, praise, uh, you know, evangelical or something, or, you know, th these kinds of terms, um, and found this about six months ago. And I find re reunited, let's say, or whatever the opposite would be from separation. In fact, this song just talked about nothing can separate us, you know, from the love of God, right? Um, through the power of the name of, of Christ. And I think it's exhibited here through the fellowship that we have. It isn't just symbolism. It isn't just a ceremony or something. You know, we have activities, a Bible study or a book study that we did in the fall. We went to the beach. We all these activities stay after the service, and we, we get to know people. Um, and, and that's really, I think, living the, the, the message and, and the community here that I haven't found in other churches. One last thing, speaking of symbolism, those colors there, or that flag or derivation of the flag is extremely powerful and it moves me every time that I come here and see it.
Hello. Good to see you guys this morning. I first have to start by saying it seems like Sawoon's prayer was answered and Albert found parking because he walked in. Yes. Um, my name is Molly, and um, I, I was sort of thinking, like, oh, how long have I been at the river? And, oh, my goodness, it's been over 14 years. Um, so my husband, uh, John, is there in the orange shirt, and he and I moved to New York in 2006 as newlyweds um, up from Washington, D.C., and frankly, it was really hard at first. We were not doing well as a young married couple in a new city that um, I had not really wanted to move to. We had come for his job, and I had kind of called, come along, and we weren't really sure like where this was headed. Maybe we were going to try a long-distance marriage. Maybe I was going to move back to D.C., and he would stay here. Um, and so my New Year's resolution in January 2008 was, okay, let's find, let's try to find community, because I think that was what we were really missing, was community. And I grew up in the South, you know, was always part of a traditional sort of mainline church, and thought, okay, we'll find church. We'll find a church, and that will solve all of our problems. John uh, was more ag agnostic, I guess he would call himself, even though he grew up as an Episcopalian, was even a choir boy for a while. Um, <laughs> But he was, he was open to, to exploring church with me. And so in um, 2008, I, the river was actually running an ad campaign on the subways, which um, allowed for religious advertising at that point in time. And they had all these really cool quotes from like Thoreau and Einstein. And I was like, oh, this seems a little bit different. And then, you know, went on the website and saw that Charles is an economist by training and John is also an economist by training. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be able to get him to come here because <laughs> I can say, oh, well, this guy is an economist, so it must be good. Um, and so, and so, we, so we came. And, and here we are 14 years later, and we're, we're still here. And, you know, I was sort of thinking about uh, the one-year anniversary of being in this space and, you know, what does that mean for us as a community? And I was, I was thinking back to the fundraising campaign that Charles mentioned when we raised the $2 million to have a permanent space. And that was almost 10 years ago now that we did the fundraiser. And at that point in time, we all thought, oh, my goodness, the hardest thing is going to be raising $2 million. But it turned out that was the easiest part. The <laughs> hardest part was actually finding a way to spend that money and to find a space. And since I've been in the river, we have been in five different spaces. Um, and the thing that you know kind of struck me as I was thinking about that journey that led us ultimately here is that it, it didn't matter what space we were in, the heart of this community has been constant throughout. And whether we were in you know, a fancy high-rise building with an amazing view of New York City, or we were in a more humble high school down the way. You know, the heart of this community is constant throughout all of those, and it, and it, and it is certainly that way here as well. So um, I'm so happy to be here with all of you. I'm so happy that we have this wonderful space, and just the heart of this community can take a little rest and celebrate um, today and in the years to come, because we, we've found our home. So. Thank you so much. And I'd like to invite Haley up, who I believe is going to be doing a reading for us. Oh, she's behind us. There. <laughs> for in the same way that one body has so many different parts, each with different functions, we too, the many, are different parts that form one body in the anointed one. Each one of us is joined with one another, 
and we become together what we could not be alone. Since our gifts vary depending on the grace poured out on each of us, it is important that we exercise the gifts we have been given. If prophecy is your gift, then speak as a prophet according to your proportion of faith. If service is your gift, then serve well. If teaching is your gift, then teach well. If you have been given a voice of encouragement, then use it often. If giving is your gift, then be generous. If leading, then be eager to get started. If sharing God's mercy, then be cheerful in sharing it. Love others well and don't hide behind a mask. Love authentically.
are now going to take communion together. Uh, communion elements are going to be passed out, correct? So these, um, go ahead and pass them out. I will explain the communion while it's happening. Communion is a central sacrament for our church. It uh, was instituted by Jesus himself on the last night of his life. And it is an important symbol of our faith. And we invite anyone and everyone to take this communion uh, as long as you want to take it. Because it is the symbol that of God's unconditional love that you and everyone else unconditionally are worth the life of God incarnate. That is the symbolism of this sacrament. As long as you can believe that, or even want to believe it, that God incarnate would consider you equivalent in worth to God's life. What a statement. What, what an incredible declaration uh, that could change everything about how you see yourself and the world. And that is at the center of Christian faith. As long as you believe that, you're welcome to participate in this communion with us. So on the last night of Christ's life, he was with his closest friends and disciples. And he took up bread and he broke it and said, this is my body broken for you. Whenever you eat, remember me. So we take and eat, remembering Christ. Then he took up wine and he poured it out into a glass and he said, this is my blood poured out for you. Whenever you drink, remember me. So we remember Christ as we drink. Thank you, God that you have declared us all so worth it in your eyes, no matter what, who we are, or what we have done, that you have declared us worthy of your infinite love, that you would die to express that love to us. Thank you for that. We take it into our hearts and we worship you in response, in Christ's name, amen. Let's sing our response.
Lord God, thank you for meeting us here. Thank you for the fellowship that is the River Church, that which we celebrate this morning as the visible sign of your love and grace for this community and for our time. We don't take that lightly, but we are sent forth, God, by the richness of this community so that we don't keep it for ourselves, but that we are truly the salt and light, uh, sharing your, your, your light, God, sharing your love, your unconditional love to a world that needs it, that needs to be reminded of belonging, that needs to be reminded of grace, and that needs just a little bit of peace right now. So, Lord, send us forth even as we go from this place, sharing your love, sharing your grace. We thank you for that opportunity in your son's name. Amen. We're going to close with a song. Do you have something you want to say? This one? Hello? Not yet? Oh, okay, great. Um, I just wanted to explain a little bit of the logistics for lunch. So all of the food is going to be downstairs in the basement. Um, if we have pizza, if kids don't want tacos, they can also have tacos if they'd like. Um, but let's reserve the pizza for kids first um, and make sure that they get it um, before adults start having it. Um, another thing is there might not be room for everyone to sit down here, so I mean down there, so feel free to come back up here. We can form circles in the sanctuary, we can hang out in the lobby, we can hang out on the steps. Um, feel free to be anywhere downstairs or on the first floor.
for being here this morning. Let's go eat. Amen. Amen.